Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's up, everyone? Welcome to A Wild Podcast has appeared. Episode 22 of this show. It's the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and I am back to take control after the rambunctious Geodude shaming of last episode from my, co- from my co-hosts, yeah. Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. I got plenty of compliments <laughs> Yeah, my hosting abilities, and I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. I next to you. <laughs> am gone for one episode, and all hell breaks loose, and you just go after all of my favorites. I, I would just like to state for the record that it was 100% Megan's fault. Your propaganda and is not appreciated. I mean, I have the slack receipts that I can show you of Hoffer's, <laughs> Hoffer's incessant No, no, they're, they're, I'm sure they've deleted by now. They've deleted by now. Let me screenshot those things. They are gone into nah, the desert. If you, are, if you are new to this show... Uh, I'm obviously a big Geodude and its evolution fans. Megan likes Vaporeon for some reason, and who knows what Christian likes. But uh, we cover all of the Pokemon things that you come to uh, expect, know, and love over the last you know two decades of Pokemon. We cover the games. We cover the anime. We cover the trading card games. We cover the stuff. All of it. This is the show. If you want to learn about more Pokemon, if you already love Pokemon, or if you want to love Pokemon even more. The show is broken up into three parts. We do a quick hit news flash in the first half. We do a deep dive in the second half. And then the fan favorite segment of the week from Christian is the Pokemon fact, which last week was pretty great. So if you have not listened to it, uh, when I listened to it, I was like, A plus Pokemon fact, Christian. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so with that, let's jump right into it. Uh, first up is Pokemon Go. Mm. There's a new community day Pokemon, and it is... In my opinion, one of the worst. Christian, I am, it is. I am absolutely horrified that you would say that, Jim. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised knowing your terrible taste in Pokemon. The Pokemon is Trapinch, which on its own is a little bit underwhelming, but it evolves mm-hmm. into Flygon, which is one of the most popular Pokemon mm-hmm. from the Hoenn region. It basically looks like a cool dragon with goggles, and everyone loves it except for Jim, who sucks. No. I did not say that. I said I don't like Trapinch. Well, you, well, you can't have to have start somewhere. <laughs> you can't get the end result without taking the steps. You got to trust the process. Yeah, trust well, the process yeah. of Trapinch becoming Flygon. You so, is there anything special about this Trapinch, other than it's just the Community Day Pokemon? I mean, we won't know what the special move is until closer to the event. 
Um, this this is since it's a non-starter Pokemon, you know the starter Pokemon. We we always know what their their exclusive moves are, but um, these non-starter Pokemon are a bit of a surprise. So we'll have to find out. It'll be shiny like it always is. Okay, so the shiny looks. <laughs> like why? Why does it have to be shiny? <laughs> if you are a new listener to this show, we have very strong opinions about shiny Pokemon in general. Um, yes. So yes, you that's do. That's where <laughs> Hopper also has strong ideas. Don't just pin this on me. Well, no, no. I mean, that's right. I think a lot of it really comes down to there's there's some that I think look great, and there are others that are just awful. And it's just it it blows my mind that it isn't just kind of cool across the board, uh, as opposed to really being so hit or miss when it comes to shiny Pokemon. At least it's, it's not as, like trap into with a flower crown on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, People are still talking about that. People are so upset about the Eevee with the flower crown. Is this a I, justified hatred or is this a people just need to suck it up and get over it? I'll be 100% honest. I have totally fallen off Pokemon Go since that announcement. Like not, you know, I'll check in oh, every once in a while. Like I'll check in like, you know, during my daily walks and stuff. But I no longer have the drive to like complete field research tasks like I used to. Like mm-hmm. I used to complete those things every day, like freaking clockwork. And for the next two months, I just do not have any desire to do it. It just, I don't need any more flower crown EVs. I have like fifty of them. <laughs> Megan, it is true. As someone who plays every day, I mean, I don't. I've always been iffy on the field research stuff. I got my EVs because I did not have one. Right? I mean, like I. I didn't, okay, I had some, but I didn't have enough. I wanted more. <laughs> I have enough. My quota has been reached. And now I think it's over. I think it has lasted an excessively long period So how of time. much longer do we have of Flower Crown Eevee? Until the end of October. It's oh, too long. Good Lord. It's not even October yeah. yet. No, it's like, not. Like, yeah. it needed to run through September, and then it needed to stop. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now I'm I'm about to put where Hoffer's at, where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I did it. It's done. I got him. I'm good. Yeah. What's like, next? it's right... Right now, it really feels like a waiting game. Like, we're just waiting to get to Halloween. Uh, you know, they, they brought back Giratina as the next legendary raid Pokemon. So, there's no new legendary raid Pokemon to get. Um, Mewtwo is back as the EX boss for the next month and a half. So, you know, I have like a dozen Mewtwo, so I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's like the Shadow Ball Mewtwo, which is like, used to be a pretty good Pokemon, but... Uh, as the game has evolved and the introduction of Gertina, which is a ghost-type Pokemon, um, and has better ghost-type moves than Mewtwo's, you know, Shadow Ball is a ghost-type move for Mewtwo, so, you know, it's no longer as relevant in the metagame. And so, you know, that's just kind of like, oh, well, that's a Pokemon to get. So it's a lot of just kind of like, well, when 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 is the cool stuff happening? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. pull Pokemon again. And also, like, it's hard. I don't know about you guys, but I have not found a Love Gen 5 Pokemon up here. Well, so so that's going to lead right into our next thing, because if this happened, mm-hmm. to me, especially with the low spawn rate of the Gen 5 Pokemon, I would be pissed. Ditto is back, and he's... But Ditto's Ditto never left. Well, right, but I mean, but it's his spawn rates as Gen 5 Pokemon seem to be a bit more increased than I think people have. At least that's what I've seen online. So I may be totally no, wrong. They're, they're not Gen 5 Pokemon. Um, they're, oh. they're common species. So what, what happens is every time that um, one of Ditto's species gets a shiny, mm-hmm. people got... It used to be like, oh, I got this like shiny Pidgey. Oh, no, it's Ditto. And people <laughs> were pissed. 
<laughs> so they start cycling out species. So whenever one of those species gets, you know, a shiny, it switches up. So it's like C dot and beetle, and there's one other uh, species that I can't forget. I didn't think this was that big of a story, but like turned into like comicbook.com's like third biggest story of the day mm-hmm. for what reason. I was like, I guess people still care about Ditto. The big, um, I, but you know, it, it, it's just you know, keep your eye out. C dot, I guess. <laughs> now, so now, why do you think the um, the Gen Five spawn rates are as low as they they seem to be? Because Niantech is confused. <laughs> I'll br- it boils down to Niantech. Well, it just feels like we yeah. got a bunch of great things leading it. You know, the summer was a was a pretty fun summer for Pokemon Go. We're all mm-hmm. excited for the Gen Five launch, and now it's like, well, where the hell are they? They blew well, through a lot I, of their great ideas. <laughs> One. <laughs> I, I think that a part of it is, is this is just the natural progression of the game. Um, yeah. We have like 500 Pokemon in Pokemon Go now, you know. So, okay, like you know, it's kind of like okay, if you still have Pidgey in the game, you know, that's taking up space that could go to like a common Gen Five Pokemon. And yeah. so, as more and more of those species, you know, get added to the game, I think that it's just, they're just naturally going to be rare just because there's more do of them. You, now, this is tinfoil hat time. Okay. But do you think that there are regions of the country slash the world that mm-hmm. are getting much higher Gen 5 spawn rates that oh, we just yeah. don't yeah. know about? Yeah, of yeah, course. For sure. Yeah. So Nantic is really just making... Pokemon feel more realistic by making people have to travel. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily their goal. I think they're probably <laughs> testing it in bigger metropolitan areas. Cause like I have friends mm-hmm. in New York who are like catching these and like, I see them with their like attached avatars. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I want it, but I can't have it. <laughs> um, like, I think that they're probably like soft testing it in bigger population dense areas mm-hmm. to like make sure they've got it out before they're like, all right, full spawn rate rollout nationwide, globally. Um, well, this, so. the cities always have like the denser spawn rates anyway. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, you go to New York City and it's just a constant, non ceasing barrage of Pokemon. Where like you know like I like whenever I open up my phone you know I live in a pretty dense urban area whenever I, I open my phone there's always like a you know like ten or so Pokemon around me you know it's just that you know I keep noticing that like I'm not getting like the Snivy or the Tepig and I think you know I usually don't get those starter Pokemon it's just I mm-hmm. think I'm a little bit more used to like having the opportunity to get those like. When they've done past rollouts, like, oh, by the way, we're going to boost up the spawn rate. And they just haven't yet. And that's kind of yeah. weird. I get it. Given the mix of low Gen 5 spawn rates and the prevalence of Flower Crown Eevee, if this does not get fixed in time, not saying there's going to be a mass exodus, but could this lead to a true low point for Pokemon Go? for the everyday player, which I would imagine is what Nanantic is r- truly relying on these days for, you know, their cash flow slash whatever. Or do you not, I mean, do, you, do you think it's more of a tempest in a teapot, the internet's just mad about it, and the internet's always going to be mad about it? Yeah, I, I, I don't think this is, you know, that big of a deal. We just came off of, like, three action pack ultra bonus weeks in which like everyone thought this game was the greatest ever again. Yep. So, you know, you, you can't go from that saying like, this is a true low point. Uh-huh. I mean, you can, <laughs> but, uh, 
you know, the, I'm, I'm sure the internet's like, no, we're just in a little bit of a lull. It's happened before. It'll happen again. It's just the nature of the mm-hmm. Pokemon cookies. By the time that Halloween gets here, everyone's going to be like rolling over themselves to get whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the truth. Like the Halloween yeah. stuff is always like really great for Pokemon Go. They, and look, they just came off of like the like biggest month of revenue since 2016. So like Pokemon Go is doing fine yeah you know they're i don't think they they're they have anything so you're basically saying just sit down and be patient and yeah we'll, we'll get through well, this they're just having a lull they're just figuring out their next big thing to do i mean they can't always be action-packed or else we'd be saturated so i well, think it's know, just just a period yeah you know what they are doing pokemon go is doing is you know they're running a new ad campaign where they're reminding people that celebrities play pokemon go too <laughs> like i like pop up in my feed over and over. This is true. The Justice Smith, you know, yep, did one. Yep. Jenna Fisher from The Office did one. Um, the 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 klutzy guy that's you know Jimmy Kimmel's partner or sidekick, whatever the hell they call him. Diego. I I, I that was Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah, that dude. Sorry, I hate Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. And so therefore, like you know, it's just like a blank space in my head <laughs> when it comes to that show and anything related to it. Like I thought it was like. Um, like Del Toro, mm-hmm. you know, at oh, first, right, you know, once like, you know, the, they would pop up, and I was like, no, that's not Del Toro's Twitter feed. Who is this guy, and why is he dressed up as a mustached Jigglypuff? <laughs> All right, on that note, let's move on to Pokemon Masters. Uh, new sync pair. Yes. Who cares? They have added a new sync pair. Okay, next story. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I mean, that. I know Christian, you're you you know you like the game and you know and you've it's been okay. playing it a bit. Um, I kind of feel like I feel the the same way, but it's like okay, new sync pair. All right, no one cares. Yeah, it's it's the 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 issue is is that one, it's a really boring sync pair. No one cares <laughs> about Philbert from Pokemon Black and his Oshawott. Two, they need to release more actual content. I mean, yeah. the sync mm-hmm. pair the sync pair system sucks. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of the worst gotchas I've I've seen in a long time. Um, it it it's really is a joke, and like you know, part of that is because they only have like a handful of like high quality like five stars. Like in the game, I have like four random five stars. Like I I have basically all the good ones already, yeah. and that's you know me casually playing. I haven't even opened the game in like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it's it's. It's limited. They're kind of like doing this drip, drip, drop on it. The story stuff isn't that compelling. And like once you run out, you, you literally have nothing else to do. Yeah. I have no desire just to do super courses on a daily basis. The the story side story stuff isn't very good. It's 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 kind of a mess. It's a hot mess. So they, yeah. so they killed Pokemon Duel for this. No, Pokemon Duel it was going to die anyways. Well, but Pokemon yeah. Duel suffered from the same fate, right? Inevitably, at some point, they stopped putting new content into the game. They changed all... I mean, yes, they changed the 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 functionality of, you know, the polls and whatnot there. But had they, had, like, had they continued Pokemon Duel, like, adding new story content to Pokemon Duel, it could have been a fine okay. game. So, the difference is... Uh, and I'm, I, I... This could go... Pokemon Masters could go the same direction. Direction. Pokemon Duel never added any additional story content, like, ever, like, since yeah. its U.S. release. Right. It had its story, like, and then they never added it, but they said Yeah, it, it literally stopped in the middle of the story. Like, one of the main characters got kidnapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they ended it. 
And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll release new content. They never release new content. And, like, you know, they kind of ended on a weird note with Pokemon Masters. So you go through the tournament. All of the people that you beat join your team, which is like, I don't think that's how tournaments work. <laughs> you know, that 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 would be like, you know, in the, the NBA, like, OK, like, you know, like um, the, 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 you know, the Lakers, you know, the Warriors beat the Lakers and now LeBron's on the, the Warriors. <laughs> you, you know, that's that's like the equivalent of it. And so that that's weird and dumb. And also they ended it on like a not even like a content note. It was like a story note where it's like, the one of your rival characters is like, hey, you, I'm going to beat the snot out of you. And it's like, we've run out of content. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> it's like, what, what is that? Give me something to do. Like, yeah. you know, like at least end it on like an act. It's not even a cliffhanger because you, you haven't even actually battled this guy. They've shown you battling him in story mode and you've just lost off camera. And it's like, this is dumb. This is this is not not yeah. great. I'm, I'm disappointed. So I'm worried about Pokemon Masters, but let's uh, we'll move on. We got two more uh, quick things we'll hit, and then we'll head on into our deep dive. First one is uh, the Pokemon trading card game has a new style of a holographic card. Now, so, correct me if I'm wrong. They haven't done this in a, quite a while. So whenever they release a new set, so we're about to enter the Sword and Shield set, yep. they release a new style of holographic. It's a way to differentiate the holographics from one another. Um, so they were, you know, we now know what the sword and shield holographic looks like. It's going to have these like vertical bars in the background that kind of give it like a textured look to it. And mm -hmm. it looks like pretty cool. It's, it's a very subtle difference. Like you wouldn't probably know it, but you know, it, it's a way to differentiate sword and shield holographics from like, you know, sun and moon holographics. So and, what was you know, the, they, what was the change for sun and moon? Do we remember? Um, I forget what they changed it to, to be honest. It's mm -hmm. been a while. Okay. Um, I feel but like that you know, they, been around forever. Yeah, I, yeah, that well, you know, four, three, four years since twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, twenty sixteen. It was twenty sixteen. Um, so yeah, it's been around for three years, and honestly, I had only gotten it back into um the card game right at the tail end of XY. Like I, they they sent me like a crap ton of cards from the very last set of XY. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have to go and check. Um. But yeah, so we got a new holographic, and there's a couple other like really subtle new changes coming to the game. Resistances have been bumped up; um, they're back up to I believe 30, and they mm -hmm. work. Um, and um, also, uh, certain Pokemon are no longer guaranteed to have resistances to other types. Oh, okay. um, that'll be fun. Yeah, that that that'll be interesting. Like electric Pokemon always used to be resistant to steel, yep. and they took that away. Oh, interesting. All right. Oh, and, and the other thing is, it looks like V cards. You know, everyone's favorite mechanic. <laughs> I can't uh, chuckle when I hear that. I I can't. I like. I just like. You know, like it's like I'm ten years old again. Uh, yeah, the V cards look like they're going to be like X, EX cards instead of GX cards. Okay. Um, so EX cards you could add to your deck. They would make instant impact into your uh, into your deck with GX cards if you um, had an evolved. Are, you know, a Pokemon that was an evolution Pokemon, you had to build up to that GX. Yeah. So it's looked like they're going back to the EX system. We don't know everything about the V cards, because there's still that, like, max V, maximum V card. Um, um, and that's got something to do with Dynamax, and we have no idea what it is. 
So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll all figure it out here in the next couple of months. Nice. Mm-hmm. Maximum maximum V card is like a forty year old as opposed to regular V card yeah. and mm-hmm. whatever. Never mind. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> uh, all right. Last story in our news section. Slowpoke is the governor of a Japanese prefect. Megan. So he's uh, not explain. currently. Oh. He was the governor. He was the governor. Oh. So last year, Slowpoke became the governor of a Japanese prefecture. He basically, like, forcefully took over the position. There so was it's one a, of those things that just, like, it's an old news story, but people just... Well, no, 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 there, there's relevant news. Okay. So he basically, like, forcefully took over it. The governor was gone. He did, like, a prefecture-wide televised, like, thank you on TV. Like, the mascot showed up, and he would only speak in, like, his, like, slow poke voice. Oh, they had an official Pokemon translator <laughs> who, like, shared his political platform. <laughs> And this all happened on April Fool's, and then, like, he never showed up again. And everyone was like, where is our... What happened to Governor Slowpoke? Yeah, everyone was like, where is Governor Slowpoke? Well, now, it's like a year later, he's returned. (laughs) He has returned to challenge his rival with a series of, like, mysterious, like, manhole covers that they're putting on random streets throughout the prefecture, which, like, promotes Mm -hmm. Slowpoke. That is amazing. So, like, these, like, random colorful, and they're, like, promoting tourism in the area Mm -hmm. because, like, his platform is to, like, support (laughs) tourism to this prefecture. I can help you do it. So what does the current governor think? He seems supportive. Okay. He seems... He's willing to relinquish his governorship to to Slowpoke in this? I feel like that. My favorite thing is the whole reason he was ever even, like, considered as the prefectural governor is Uh because um, in Japanese, like, Slowpoke's name is, like, Yudon, and it sounds really similar to Udon, like the noodles, Mm -hmm. and this prefecture is known for Udon noodles. So everyone was like, all right, well, obviously it makes sense. If we want to promote tourism, let's have Slowpoke, like, Mm -hmm. be our person. And the governor was like, yeah, let's do it. But now the Pokemon company's like, we want our spot back. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, wait, he's coming back? This is a joke. (laughs) So now, now there's like these like I think it's like a set of twelve or sixteen like 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 decorative like circular plates that they're installing into streets around the prefecture, around like famous tourism areas and restaurants that promote the I guess former Governor Slowpoke who wants his seat back. That's incredible. That's my kind favorite. of amazing. Do you, do you think that you know since Slowpoke is re-entering the political sphere, I'm I'm pretty sure. You know, here in the U.S., we're about to have an opening for a very high power. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd have to, I'd be curious. I don't think Slowpoke's necessarily our best bet. I'm not sure out of the 800-something Pokemon we have what all their political platforms are. That's true. Um, of course I'm voting that would for be you. That would be a very interesting exercise. Yeah. Let's just go, we'll go through them all and figure out which uh, which side they lean on and like I would have to like I, I personally on a bias level I would want Vaporeon to obviously take office as our supreme leader in all him. things. I don't trust Vaporeon. But yeah. when it it's comes kind of down to it, I'm gonna have to side with Hoffa here, and I'd say Bulbasaur is like our best choice. He is. He's because he was forward. very much I mean, in the entire. I need anime. someone who's gonna be hard on issues, and that's mm-hmm. why Golem's the best choice. Moving on, Golem is wrong. Huh? He'll self-destruct? No, nope. no, he won't. We, we're already suffering <laughs> from a candidate that yeah. blows up. At All the- Bulbasaur would do is love you and hug mm-hmm. you and fend off your enemies with Ugh. a solid whip vine. Oh, God. So she's going to be like that. What's-her-face who left the 
Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, all right, when we get back, we are going to talk about Sword and Shield. There's some stuff uh, that I'm excited to get into because I missed last week's conversation on Surfetched, and uh, there's uh, some new leaks that may blow our minds. So stay tuned oh, when we get new back. New leaks? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> new leaks. Jesus. Uh, all right. Surfetched, I think it's great. Yes. Is it is, 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 it's what everyone wanted. I think you guys are right yesterday. It definitely, it was meme-tastic. It re-energized sort of the, the conversation around Sword and Shield in a way mm-hmm. that hasn't happened uh, in, in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, and weeks. And, and literal weeks. Yeah. Because, you know, like the internet was losing their crap about Pokemon Sword and Shield like a month ago. Yeah. But it's been like four weeks since that's happened. So Surfetch, you know, needed to come in and make the say. Mm-hmm. And he did. I, I love our comfy Boy Knight. Um, I, I can't wait to use him. I think it's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a great design, which is one of the things that I think we've been, um, you know, a little hard on or, you know, in, in recent weeks, just sort of looking at some of the other stuff. Uh, but he's a great design. It seems like we've been getting a lot of bird Pokemon uh, as reveals. I feel like, like we've gotten quite a bit uh, yeah. between mm-hmm. you know uh, Corviknight and um, oh god, why am I already forgetting the Pelican one? Christian's favorite, the one that shoots fish. <laughs> Get a fish to the face for forgetting its name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so but but the thing here is, is Surfetched is. A sword exclusive, sword exclusive, mm-hmm. and yeah. is the and is a fighting type. So, did we yeah. know that the there it was going to be if the fighting type was going to be exclusive to sword, or did I miss that? Yeah. not before like when the announcement came out. We well, knew, you know, not okay. beforehand. Okay, so let's 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 talk about what the actual rumor is. So yeah. the the theory is that the reason why Surf Edge is exclusive to Pokemon Sword is because it's a fighting type Pokemon. In Pokemon Sword and Shield is unique among the Pokemon games because uh, we'll have a fighting type gem exclusive to Sword and a ghost type gem exclusive to Shield. Oh, and there's, so there's exclusive gems. Okay. Yeah, so they're exclusive gems. So, um, so Surfetch, the theory is, is that Surfetch will be like the mascot Pokemon for who the trainer, um, who she's like the she's like the kickboxer, yeah. uh, Jeffrey. Uh, and the creepy ghost kid will have his very own version exclusive Pokemon of some kind. My God. If this is a Galarian type evolution or whatever, and it's from the, from the original set of 151, I would love it to be Gengar with a top hat. Or an evolved Gengar of some sort. With a top hat. That will never happen. True. <laughs> yeah. The reason why is one. What about an evolved Gengar with a monocle? It's just Gengar has been used so yeah. much. However, yeah. the creators, but, I mean. but the creators of Pokemon 
continually say how much they love Gengar because he's so easy to design right. and animate because yeah, he's, he's, he's literally a, a box with ears <laughs> and he's I mean. purple. I would say <laughs> if it was in, in, in a Galarian of evolution, exclusive, whatever, and it was we're limiting it to just because of far, uh, Farfetch'd, uh, I think the Gengar or next evolution for that line feels like, given the Pokemon Company's precli- proclivity to Ghastly Haunter Gengar is not a bad choice to potentially pick. I mean, it, you're, it's, a it's not a bad me, choice from in terms of popularity, but the issue is you you you've you've brought up two reasons. Here's two reasons why it's not going to be Gengar. Number one, Gengar is already fully evolved Pokemon. We've never had a four tier ev- evolution Pokemon that would literally break the mold of Pokemon, which you know has happened before. But I don't think they're going to do it on a version exclusive. Pokemon. Okay. Two, Top Hat and the Monocle's already been done. We have Valerian Weezing. We're not yeah. going to just have, like, you know, this isn't Victorian Pokemon. This is not Downton's Pokemon. Yeah, they can't, they can't stereotype too hard here. However, yeah. I will, in a little bit of defense, the the idea of me getting to say Galarian Gengar in reputation. I mean, the alliteration the writes the alliter- itself. The alliteration there is pretty fabulous. Glaring Gengar, Glaring Gengar. Try saying that like <laughs> ten times fast. Okay, I do appreciate that. Is but. there is there so is there a Pokemon that you guys think it could be, or do you think it's it's a new Pokemon potentially? I well, the theory is that it's going to be a Glarian Chadot. I don't remember how this theory came to pass. There's a couple of Pokemon Ooh. websites that are pushing it pretty hard. Um, so the big rumor is that we're going to get Chadot, which I think would that that's a waste. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't like Chadot. I actually, I, I hate Chadot. And here's the reason why. <laughs> okay. Pokemon X and Y, um, I would go and like, you know, level up my teams after every town. And there was one area that had a bunch of Chadot. And those things were a bitch to beat. Like a freaking bitch. They suck so much. <laughs> it was so hard level up my Pokemon in that area because these things would just blast me with their stupid attacks. I just hated them. And so I would just bring like electric Pokemon. Like it's like to hell with this. I'm bringing Zapdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not just going to beat you. I'm going to annihilate going, you. <laughs> like I'm going to wipe the species off the planet. <laughs> come to me. Come to your doom. I mean, I'm trying to think, cause again, yeah. like the whole idea is like, Farfetch got his big evolution, never really got one before. He almost got one before, it never happened, and now he's yeah. got it. So, like, it's it's difficult. Like, it's almost worth, like, kind of, like, thinking about, like, what other, like, yeah, scrap like, designs have been done and, like, that they could, like, revitalize with the Galarian twist. Or, um, or, or I mean, are there any Pokemon-like Farfetch'd left in the early stages? Pinsir. Yeah, Pinsir. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, you guys mentioned yeah. Pinsir last week. Yeah, he's, like... Yeah. He's really like the last one, a ghostly pincer that. Oh, yeah, that that thing would be creepy as hell. Yeah, like that would I would be like a ghost bug. Mm-hmm. Literally, two of my least favorite things ever, <laughs> like in so real cool. life. So, I mean, I I would I'm still like voting like complete that like catalog. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. It's gonna be mm-hmm. hard to be surfetched, but. Yeah, well, that's because everyone loves surfetched. I mean. <laughs> I've never seen the internet so quickly. Like, you know, like they've, they've so far, they've gotten Wooloo and they're like, oh, Wooloo is our favorite. And then Yamper showed up 
and they threw Wooloo out the window. <laughs> and they're like, Yamper is my favorite. And then they threw Yamper out the window, and they're now like, Surf Edge is my favorite. So, like, they're they're really up in the bar here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do I'm we think we will get this before the game comes out? Will they tell us who it is? Yeah. Yeah. They almost have to, right? Yeah, for sure. They'll tell us. I mean, I have people know which ones. And I feel like in the next big announcement, like they might have like another trailer or something and show like a couple of like bland Pokemon and then they're going to come back with another. (laughs) Because like with Surfetch, they had the really interesting like tease of it. Mm -hmm. They'll do another thing like that. It'll be like hidden somewhere like and then they'll they'll do the tease like that. Um, So. And they did such a good job rolling out that piece. I that wish was that such they, a great one. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I really hope that they do that more often. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just just in general. Like, I really hope that's, like, the future of Pokemon. Like, I would play. love for them to just do, like a, like, a who's that Pokemon, like, silhouette thing, but of one of the new ones. And just, mm-hmm. like, let people go crazy thinking whatnot there. Like, that, it's just a cool, easy, fun way to do it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I just... For those who for those who may not know, I used to do a PR for Marvel Comics, and we loved our silhouette teasers. Oh my so god, much. you <laughs> loved them so, so much. much. So. Oh, I mean, it was that was easy fodder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember making wild speculation and being right like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> um, but the ten percent that I wasn't, oh boy, yeah. you know that's fine. All right, uh, moving on. Before we get to the Pokemon fact of the week. Uh, so a Japanese Pokemon website may have leaked some evolution lines. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they did this like nifty little thing where it's like, oh, let's do a Dynamax camera. So you could insert Dynamax Pokemon into like photos that you upload on the site. So being the internet, they immediately like data mined the crap out of that website. <laughs> and they found out that a bunch of the Pokemon that are featured on that website have like code names, which is stuff like Gorilla and stuff like that. You know, just common like names. But what was interesting was that they all seemed to follow a certain like naming convention where like, um, you know, Grookey, uh, for instance, was Gorilla One mm-hmm. because Grookey is the first in that evolutionary line. And so what they found out was that Corviknight was actually the third in whatever its coding was, which seems to indicate that Corviknight is actually like the Pidgeot as opposed to, you know, like... Mm-hmm. It's not wasn't going to be the Pidgey, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, like it's the um, you know final evolution form instead of just being a standalone, which was kind of like what I think a lot of people sort of expected, mm-hmm. you know, because it was you know featured so prominently so early on. Like usually when we get those like common Pokemon, we get like um, you know Fletchling or yeah. um, whatever the bird Pokemon, the, the the woodpecker Pokemon, which I'm just totally blanking on right now from uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, so also we found out that if, if this is correct, um, Alchemy, Boltigeist, and Dreadnought are all evolved forms of Pokemon that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would make sense to me having seen those Pokemon. Poltegeist mm-hmm. is a little strange. Yeah, Poltegeist, Poltegeist feels seems like, like a an, little an early form. It seems like a standalone oddity. Yeah, that's maybe, it doesn't maybe seem... now its first one is just like a teacup. It evolves into that's a what a lot of people have said and if that becomes yeah. true like whenever poltergeist was announced and it was like somebody found from like 2014 someone coined the poltergeist yeah. name on like mm-hmm. reddit or 4chan they also coined oh, one right, for a teacup pokemon yeah. and if that turns out to be true <laughs> yeah. i'm finding that person and i'm getting lottery numbers <laughs> because yeah. it might take me six years to win <laughs> but i'm a win <laughs> like if that happens so I, i'd be curious curious to see 
I also want to know, like, if Poltergeist is, like, the final evolution, does it, like, is its final evolution, like, it turns into, like, an electric kettle? Does it turn into, like, a full-on barista stand at Starbucks? Like an espresso machine. Yeah, does it turn into, like, an espresso machine or something? Or, like, a like a cold tea press? I have a lot of questions. I mean, the interesting one is Alcremie, because that's a Pokemon that looks fairly basic that would be one of those one-off, just, like, doesn't really have yeah. an evolution. He yeah. has the Dynamax. It seem, seems like it's, like, the builds up. Maybe it starts yeah. out it starts out like, as an adorable little cream puff. Yeah, or like it starts out as like the ingredients, like eggs and sugar. <laughs> like it starts out as like a little bundle of basket ingredients and then it evolves into the cream and then it evolves into the cake. Alcreamy is actually the reason why I'm a little bit suspicious of this theory. Yeah. Um, it was a slow news week, so that's how this got onto the podcast. Usually I'm like, you know, Jim, Jim will send me like theories. I'm like, no, Jim, we're not covering speculation. <laughs> Um, but like we had nothing going on this week. So, but yeah, Alcremie has 26 different flavors. It's like the Baskin Robbins Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And you know, that makes me wonder is like, are we also getting 26 flavors of its pre-evolved form? Well, I would probably say if anything, I would say it's, you would get the, the base level of its pre-evolved form and its evolved form is a mystery or it's random. Like I could like that would actually be or interesting. You go to a restaurant, they have like different flavors of like like literally like literally like vanilla flavoring, mint flavoring. Right, and then you like, like yeah. pour it on the Pokemon and it evolves. Because I mean theoretically flavor. you're gonna have to get ingredients to to make your curries. Mm. So like Well There there was the Pokemon, the the butterfly Pokemon from Gen 6. You know, that had a bunch of different like patterns. Yep. And, you know, so it's not without precedent that, you know, the two pre-evolved forms were just like normal Pokemon. And then when it evolved into uh Vivillion, I believe its name yeah. was, um, uh, it had the different patterns. It was based on what region, like, you know, the, because Pokemon, you know, depending on where you buy your Pokemon game and it's, it's coded into the game, Yeah, mm -hmm. you know? So like, you know, our U S versions will have one version of Alchemy while like, you know, the UK version will have a different version. And like, and that's, that's possible. Um, but I just feel like with so many types, that would be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But also, no. it makes sense with the butterfly, because, like, literally butterflies in different regions yeah. of the world, look you know, have evolved differently, and they look different. Well, I mean, that's kind of why I like... Flavors, I like. you have flavors, I mean, I mean, are basically universal if you yeah. buy them. Well, that's why well, I kind of like are, the... But, you know, back the, then, you know, like, you know, it's they had different regional cuisines. We have different types of regional desserts, I how, guess. Back then, what age do you think this game is taking place in? <laughs> they I mean, have trades. Like that's kind of why I like the ran, like the potential random idea for this because I think that like there's always I feel like there's always an, like an aspect of you know there's always an aspect of grinding to these games right and so in addition to shiny hunts and things like that I think being able to grind for all the different flavors of Alcreme uh, are. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's not for everyone. I mean, I don't certainly don't give a flying s about it, but um, I but you know that there's there's definitely gamers out there who who like that hunt. I hate the implications of this because, like, what if you're a chef in the Pokemon world and you need Alcreme for your business and you keep <laughs> you need more mint Alcreme's because you're trying to make a dessert and you can't get it because whenever you evolve it or you catch one, it's not the right flavor. Like, I don't like the implications of this. Imagine how many it. abandoned Alcreme's there are in the world. I'm getting really passionate about this. <laughs> Just imagine, there's probably so many abandoned Alcreme's because they're like, I don't like French vanilla. <laughs> 
Sorry, this is just hilariously upsetting to me. Well, so I want to rewind. I want to rewind a little bit because it brings up something that we have been talking about over the last couple of weeks. As far as we have not gotten a large number of reveals leading Mm -hmm. up to the release, Mm -hmm. and so. What we have gotten, if this is true, is a number of final, potentially final evolutions. And so is that the reason why they are not showing us as many as they they may be? And do you, if, one, do you think that this could be the case? And two, if it is the case, are you then okay with not being shown as many Pokemon? I, I would definitely be okay with it. I, I mean, we know that there's at least... Five Pokemon species that has been shown in the trailer but have not been officially revealed yet. And that's not even counting Impidim, yep. which, you know, has also not technically been revealed. But, you know, we, we saw it in the demo. Um, so we know that there's more Pokemon out there. Um, and if these are all evolutions, you know, this would probably get us close to like 40 or 50. And, you know, that that's, that's a pretty you know, decent number. I mean, we know that we're going to have more than two excuse me, uh, Galarian variants. So I, I, I think that, you know, this this kind of expo- helps explain a lot. Um, how many, what how many Alolan variants did we have? We had about, like, like what, seven or so? Uh, Alolan variants? I think there was a total of, like, 12? Oh, is that a mm-hmm. bigger, bigger than I thought? Like, the ones that stick out to me, obviously. Well, I'm not counting necessarily evolutions I'm, or, or, like, evolution stages. I'm counting more... I guess like so bases. The Alolan variants, the number is we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Are you seven. counting evolution chains or are you counting just Yes, yeah, so I no, I, I let me count evolution chains. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten species. Okay. Mm-hmm. So ten I think you know, ten is a so so let's say we're getting fifty or so. Uh, mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. say so we get 10 Galarian evolutions no Six that bumps up to the only thing that I don't want to see is I don't want to see like with sun and moon we had like 50 normal Pokemon species mm-hmm. like you know like it was a very small set and then there was like a gazillion legendaries yes and- I do not there are God, so like, please, many please Pokemon ultra company ultra beast show restraint when it comes to the legendaries, please. Yeah, and I like there's so many ultra beasts. I like the ultra beasts. I just didn't like the fact that they were post game. They yes. were only, um, you know, they they were post game. You can only capture like one of like half the species. Um, you you know, same thing with the legendaries. Like all those different legend, like all the secondary legendaries, like the land spirits and whatnot, all post game content. Um, Civili, post-game content. You know, like, it was all available after the story was done. And that's the reason why the story, people didn't like the story and how it dragged, because you couldn't get, like, half the freaking Pokemon until after the game was yep. over. Do not do that again. For the love of God. Or if you do, at least give us the ability to punch Al in the face. <laughs> all right. Uh, with that being said, let's move on to our final segment, the Pokemon fact of the week. Christian, what do you got? So, speaking of the land spirits, here is a fun fact that I bet people didn't know. The land spirits actually have real-world counterparts. The land spirits, of course, being the guardian deities, 
from Pokemon Sun and Moon actually have equivalents in the real world? Uh, there's not really a question here. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, usually I ask you like you know oh like you know What's what this? are those DDs? You guys you guys aren't going to, you guys don't know Hawaiian mythology. So uh, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if it was yeah. Hawaiian based or if it was yeah. something else. So okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, in Hawaiian uh, tradition, uh, there are four main gods. There's Kane, Ku, Lono, and Kanaloa. Uh, I think I might have butchered the last one. Um, but each of those are, you know, basically got transferred over into um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. And a lot of them actually are pretty, like, directly, you know, tied together. Like, Tapu Koko um, is directly linked with the God of War. Um, Tap, uh, Tapu Fini, uh, there's, like, a Pokemon that, you know, often, uh, or not a Pokemon, there's a god that often resembles, like, a Marlin. Um, and like, that's how it's like connected in these mythologies. So they basically just took the Hawaiian gods and then stuck them in the game and they're like, Oh, they're Pokemon now guys. They're Pokemon. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I mean, I, I like when they do stuff like that. Like I like when it's, yeah. I like the stuff that is based off the, the real world region yeah. that, you know, these they're based off of. Like to me, it's just, it's a nice touch. It's uh, it's just a it's a cool thing, especially when you kind of learn it after the fact, mm-hmm. you know, like this, mm-hmm. where it's just like you don't necessarily know. Like when you look at Tapu Koko, you have no idea that that is something that's tied to it. But then, like when you find out, it just makes you appreciate it a little bit more. I would yeah. say, um, which is why I'm curious for Sword and Shield because I'm like, right. all right, so Britain. And I'm like, well, their mythology are they going to have like a like a Protestant <laughs> Pokemon? <laughs> like I was like, I was trying to think like the big breaks in that mythology. I was like Protestant Catholic. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how they're going to take it that well, way. I would, I would imagine, love that. I would imagine it, I, if there is not. I mean, Corviknight kind of feels like a step in that direction, but you know, not necessarily. The only thing so. I can think of is that we've talked about before is like the Arthur. Yeah, the King Arthur like stuff. We get Arthur, Gwen, Gwendolyn. There's all the Celtic legends and stuff like that. There's there's a lot of like you know cool like uh like you know Celtic and Gaelic like Loch Ness, gods and CDs. You know, Nessie. there's there's a really yeah there's a really rich mythology. Um, yeah, like there's there's tons. I'm just like curious like. What are they yeah, going to go they with? Because, like, it, yeah, I mean, especially the Scottish like, and Gaelic are more, like, naturalistic-based, but, like, a lot of, like, the bigger ones that you think for, like, are, like, specifically, like, humans. I'm like, <laughs> But now that I've said it, I really want a, a Sir Gawain Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Sir Gawain and the Knights, I am all about it. <laughs> nice. With that, yeah. uh, go ahead, Christian. You got some? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm done. I don't have anything He's else. He's agreeing with me. He's agreeing. All right. <laughs> Sometimes we re- uh, read reviews that you guys have left for us on the air. And when we do, we send you a free comic book t-shirt. All you have to do is go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and if you hear it on air, you can email me, editor at comicbook.com, and we will get a shirt out your way. We have a bunch uh, actually being sent out today. So uh, hit us up. Now and uh, you can get in on the the next round that we sent. This next this one comes from the Bassman '09, uh, which uh, I appreciate. Uh, and it, the headline is "Best Podcast Five Stars." Love the podcast. The charisma of the hosts shines through with the humor and Pokemon facts. Great coverage of all things in the Pokemon world. I'm always telling all my friends about this podcast as we get ready for the release of the new games. I caught you guys 10 episodes already in and went back to the very beginning and binge listened through them. I love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. Heart emoji. Thank you. 
Bassman. You know what? Thank I you. said a heart emoji back. Heart emoji back. A purple heart emoji. That's like the highest one I can oh, give. Oh, nice. Excellent. A plus. Uh, a Wild Podcast has appeared, is comes out every Thursday, wherever Pokemon's can be found, Spotify, iTunes, uh, RSS feeds, on the site, wherever you get podcasts, this podcast is surely there. Did you just say wherever Pokemon's can be found? Instead of wherever podcasts can oh, be God. found? I, I, maybe. I don't, That's 900% I don't yeah, what you I, said. Play it back, everyone. What I said. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to point that out. <laughs> You've got recordings. So do us a favor. Tell all your friends, tell your parents, tell your siblings, tell your grandparents uh, about the show. Hit that subscribe button, and we will see you next time. But before we go, if you want to chat about any of the things that we talked about today, or my love of Geodude, someone sent me a DM. To, uh, the other day of, uh, and I totally forgot his name and it's going to take me too long to pull it up, but a video of Geodude and said, I bet you would be this type of Geodude trainer. And it was a great video. I'll send it to you guys so you can see. <laughs> anyway, if you want to uh, talk about uh, my favorite Pokemon, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jim Biscardi. I'm on Twitter at Megan Peters CB to talk all things Vaporeon and all things Pokemon because I am not selective about my favorites. <laughs> Yes, and you can find me on Twitter at Cbus, and I will also talk about all things Pokemon except for the Geodude evolutionary line because they suck. Wow. <laughs> we hope you had fun. We always have a good time uh, doing this. We love interacting with you guys online, so as always, please feel free to reach out to us. And until next time, we'll catch you later.